This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. You can reach me at mhs at altamontenterprise.com. I'm talking to Kathy Bentley, a champion curler. She says curling, an ancient Scottish game, is like playing chess on ice. Bentley is the president of the Albany Curling Club, which a longtime member has called the best-kept secret in Gilderland. One of the things Bentley loves about the game is the camaraderie it inspires. Her club frequently holds week-long bond spiels from the Dutch for good games. After the game, the two teams, eight people total, will sit together and socialize, she says. The winner buys the loser a drink. I would just like to start by hearing, first of all, in case people don't know, a brief description of what is curling. Okay, yes. Curling is a sport that uh, started hundreds of years ago, actually, um, in Scotland, where you're basically uh, sliding rocks across a sheet of ice and trying to hit a target is the basic idea of the game. And, of course, it has evolved quite a bit um, so that now we curl in dedicated curling, curling facilities and we have very nice quality ice, standardized stones, and we have teams of people compete, you know, either just locally as clubs for fun and, of course, you know, all the way to the Olympics. It's certainly had a... Um, gotten quite a bit more publicity being being on the Olympics now. Yeah, I, yeah. it seems to have taken off after that. Yes. 1998, right? Yes. It became it, an Olympic sport. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. How, just a little about how you became a curler and how it fits in, is that what you're called, a yes. curler? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and how it fits in with the rest of your life. Yes, so I... I lived uh, in Niskayuna for years and would drive past the Schenectady Curling Club and see signs for the open house. And I would always say, oh, that would be nice to try sometime. And then I moved to Gilderland and I drove past signs for the Albany Curling Club's open house and thought, oh, that'd be nice to try sometime. And then, then my family actually went to an open house at the Albany Curling Club and myself and my younger son absolutely just fell in love with it. And so, yeah, we, we joined as members. I've been a, a so member the whole of the club. family joined? Well, two of us joined, okay. and the other two were like, ah, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> so your son, how old is he? Well, now he's 25, but he was actually a competitive junior curler for a number of years. And so, yes, of course, you know, junior curling can be quite competitive, and that was his, his big sport when he was in, you know, middle school, high school. And does he still curl? Unfortunately, not. Now he's living in Dallas. It's a little tough for him oh, to, yeah. to get to a I curling would guess club. So. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think the, of Texas as ice country, but I guess if they have indoor facilities, yes, and they do have it. a curling club actually. And yes, there there are so many curling clubs around the United States now. Many in the Northeast too. I mean, this is this is a great place to be a curler. Well, I was just looking up in our own paper. You're club is located in Gilderland. And when we wrote about it, uh, the man we talked to 
when you were expanding, I think his name is Melvin Abelseth. I don't know. Is yes. he still around? Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> called it the best kept secret in Gilderland. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So we we are in Gilderland. We're we're not far from the Stuyvesant Plaza, actually, uh-huh. on McCown Road. So it's really it's easy to get to. But you're right. We 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 feel we don't have a lot of publicity. It's a fairly small club. We have two sheets of curling ice. Um, so just describe because mm-hmm. um, Mike Hall sent some pictures yeah. recently, and it just if you could describe because it really is I think impressive what I saw in those pictures. Just what is the clubhouse itself like? Yes. So the okay. So curling is uh, one game is played on one sheet of ice. So we have an ice shed. That has two sheets of ice. We can play two games at the same time. So that's the ice set shed where we actually curl. It has a refrigerated floor in it. And how big is a court? Is it okay. called a court? Um, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a sheet. Oh, sheet. Not a court, uh, okay. but that's okay. How that's big okay. is the sheet? Yeah, it's about 150 feet long. They're all standard length by roughly 16 feet wide. When you're standing there getting ready to deliver a stone, it that that other house, the target, that's quite a long ways away. It certainly looks like it when you're standing there. Yeah, and from the pictures, it looks kind of like a bullseye painted on the ice. And you call that the house? Yes, we call it the house. There are many different, like, unusual terms in curling. Yes, we call that a house. We call our tournaments bond spiels. Yeah, what does that mean? Or do you know what that comes from? (laughs) You know, I, I honestly don't. Yeah. I probably should. Well, no, I, I tried looking it up. Like and good game or yeah, something. Right. Spiel, yes. it said, was Dutch for game, and Bond is good, so yes. good game. Okay. Yes. So, so you've the, got these two sheets. Right. So that's the ice shed, and then we have a warm room, which is basically warmer than the ice shed. And, um, you know, we have tables where we socialize after the game. There's uh, curling is a... Um, it's a traditional sport in, in, in that after the game, the two teams, eight people total, will all sit together and socialize. The winner buys the loser a drink. <laughs> so, you know, we have a bar, we have a kitchen, um, and then, you know, we have locker rooms downstairs also. But we have a nice big warm room for, for socializing. And then bond spiels or tournaments um, is when... We can either have a bond spiel in-house with our members, or even better is um, when we invite other clubs in. And you can go to a bond spiel basically for a weekend. So the curling starts Friday, Saturday, finals on Sunday. And so you you travel to the other club for the weekend, and you get all sorts of meals and fun and activities, as well as competitive curling. So it's a great way to meet people. Yeah, what I yes. like about what you said is there's so much animosity these days, and even oh. in sports. And you said the winner buys the loser a drink. Yes. And there's a sense. <laughs> and when we talked, you know, those years ago to Mel Abelseth, he yes. said it's a very gentlemanly sport. <laughs> because, um, you know, the winner and the loser are friendly about their competition. So. Very much so, yes. We can get a little competitive on the ice sometimes, but we so we love to have fun. It's a great way to socialize and meet friends. And, and I've made so many friends through curling, and that's really, as well as being a good sport, it's also just a, uh, it's just a great great way to expand your Well, tell your us about some of the people you've met. They've been from all over the country, have they? You know, yes, because been yes. In and, and, and when you go on these um, 
bond spiels, you tend to meet some of the same people repeatedly. Mm -hmm. You know, so so that's good. So you can make connections that way. And even recently, when our senior women's team, I just, I, I think uh, Mike told you that we went to Denver for yeah. the USWCA Senior Nationals. Um, it, there were so many women there that, you know, from all around the country that you have seen before. And that's that's really fun. So it's nice to go and, and see people from different areas and talk with them and, and see old friends. Well, one of my line of questionings was going to be, what's it like to be a woman in this sport? Because you think of, you know, men as the competitive members. But then as I was looking around. Oh, yeah, I found a picture of you as a champion. Oh, but I also found <laughs> a picture of women in the... 1860s on the ice in yes. Scotland with their long dresses <laughs> out there curling and the men were watching. Right. So is is this like a sport that women have done for a very long time? Is it something you felt like a groundbreaker doing it as a woman now or is it part of a larger tradition or what? No, women have been curling for some time. I'd like to see that old picture. That's oh, yeah. great. <laughs> That's fantastic. And yeah, and women are, are a Oh, that's that's a really nice picture. Yes, that's yeah, great. Yeah, there right. they are. They're curling long, in their dresses. Yeah, and just like that's fantastic. The idea yeah. that the men were all watching, I thought yes. was a nice role reversal. Yes. So, so like even and and in Albany, we're like I think I would say when I first joined, we had fewer women than men in the club, probably. I don't know, 30% to 70%. Now we're almost 50-50 with women and men in the club. And um, we have, I mean, we have, we have leagues just for women. Um, and then we have leagues just for men. But our most popular ones are the mixed leagues. Mixed leagues are open leagues where, yes, you, you, all, you all mix it up. It's not women or men. And the same thing with bond spiels, too. And so, so yes, when you mix are, it all up... To, Mm -hmm. Does one gender do better than another generally? Or no. Is it, no. So <laughs> no. It, it's, it's really all, a sport on equal footing. It Isn't is. Isn't that nice? It is. Isn't yes. that rare? Yeah. It, no, it, it's, yes, the women and the men, yeah, they're, they, they're great curlers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I have to tell you one other thing, which is also, to me, it, it seems quite unique to curling, is even if you're a new curler, um, or whether you're young or old, we we get in our leagues. We just mix it all up. So even if you're brand new, you might be you know you're you're on a team of four. You can be curling with somebody who's been curling for five years, for ten years, for twenty years. Men, women, all ages. So we have oh, we wow. have we have a great youth curling program that gets youth involved in curling. How old does a kid have to be in order to start <laughs> participating? Well, this year with COVID, it's a little different. Oh yeah. So I, our youngest curlers, I think, are ten years old. Yes. And then we have curlers at the club who are ninety years old. Really? You know, we, oh yeah. Ninety yeah. years yeah. old. Well, you get you get once you've been curling a certain number. It just amazes me that you know some of our older curlers, if they've been curling for fifty years, they know exactly where that rock is going to stop. I mean, there's you know they've been doing this so long that that they're still very good. Well, yeah. Wow. It's amazing. That's, right. You can I just love the idea of a sport that it can encompass everybody from a ten year old to a ninety year old. Very That's much just so. remarkable. I can't think of another sport that does that. Yeah. So um tell us what happens on the sheet 
you call it, the sheet itself. <laughs> like what yes. what are these people doing? How how does how does right. the game unfold? Right. When we have people coming to our open houses, sometimes they'll say, Oh, I want to be the person who sweeps. Oh, I want to be the person who throws the rock. Well, there are four people on a team and one person is like the we call them the skip. They're kind of like the captain. So they're the one who calls the shots. The other people, when they're not delivering a rock, throwing a rock, then they're busy sweeping. And so you you all alternate turns. So, so sweeping is literally sweeping the ice. Yes. And that's what it clears right. the path. So right. sweeping the ice, <clears throat> sweeping the ice is pressing, you know, it's Similar to mopping a floor, I'll say that, okay. But, but <laughs> maybe with a that's lot, why we have an advantage. <laughs> but with a lot more pressure and speed so that you're making friction and you're melting just a little microscopically thin layer of ice. And that makes the rock go a little further. Oh, interesting. Yes, you can't really change the path of the rock too much, but by effectively sweeping, then you can fine-tune where that rock is going to end up. So the yes. sweepers have to know what they're doing. Yes, yes. And sweeping, you know, it, it's a it's great exercise. It's great exercise. And but once again, it's something that anyone can do. So it looks like you don't wear skates, right? You what? Do you have special shoes for the ice, or yes. how does that work? Yes. So I actually brought a pair of shoes with me today. And what the beginner curlers, we give them like a like little grippers, which are um, you, which you can just put on, on top of your sneakers, and they're soft rubber that's just a little stickier on the ice, being the soft rubber. So that gives you a little bit more grip. But actual curling shoes, you can remove that soft rubber gripper part and one of your shoes has like a teflon coating on the bottom hard plastic Mm -hmm. teflon coating so that is very slippery on the ice and that's actually what you slide out on as you deliver this rock so when you're going to deliver you (laughs) (laughs) one shoe with a sole that's hard and slippery and what about the other sole that anchors you yeah the other sole is the one that you push off from so you you slide out you slide out towards your target holding the rock and then you let go but you're sliding on that teflon on the ice and With baseball, for instance, there are different kinds of pitches, you know. Yes. Is, are there different yes. ways of, what do you call it, you know, throw um, it, uh, yeah. uh, pushing or sending right. your rock? Yes, uh, different ways of delivering the rock. Um, the, the goal is that we would all deliver a rock in the same way, and we'd all look just like Olympians. That honestly doesn't really happen. <laughs> They make it look so easy. But there are different shots that you want to make. You may want to deliver the rock quickly and take out your opponent's rock. You may want to place a guard in front of your rock so that your opponent can't so easily take out your rock. Oh, so it's, there's like a real strategy involved. It's not just yes. like hitting a target. It's like no, it's blocking and preventing as well as trying to. Oh my! Very much. Yes. So it's the very much you game said of strategy. Was the skip the captain. Yes. Do they call out like what you should be doing? They do. Oh. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. So it's very much a strate- strategic game. Yes, there's a lot of strategy. It's it, sometimes it's called chess on ice. 
a lot of strategy involved. Oh, I like that phrase, chess on ice. So it's an intellectual game as well as a physical game. Yes. And what kind of, like, physical preparation do you have to do? I mean, do you train to be able to, like, have the muscle to... Being in shape helps. You look like you're very much in shape. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. After COVID, I've got a a few extra pounds like many of us. But, um, but yeah, being in shape and and stretching and being flexible does help. Yes. And every, so curling is is basically a six-month season. But every fall, no matter how in shape you are, every fall when you start out curling, you're going to like, oh, this hurts. Oh, I haven't used that muscle. So So it has a season that matches wintertime just because it used to be played outdoors on ice? Is that? Yes. So the season goes from when to when? Generally, you know, October through the end of March. So generally six months. There are some curling clubs that are open Mm year-round, and that's very nice. But they're... Most aren't. But the so Albany most, Club goes from right. that six-month cycle. Right. So right. I would now like to talk about the championship. <laughs> this is a picture of you from the USWCA, which I think is United States Women Curling Association right. News. And here you are with three other women holding this giant trophy. And just tell us about what that competition was like to be the best in the nation. Oh, it was great. Now, I do have to tell you that this is the USWCA, which is really not a path to the Olympics. Okay. okay. So there are different categories. Oh, well, tell us, okay. before we hear but, about this experience, yes. tell us about what these different categories well, like are the, and what is the path to the Olympics. Yes. The USA Curling Organization is really, you know, they're, they're, they have, you know, bond spiels and competitions and training and all that to go to the Olympics. Yes. This is the U.S. Women's Curling Association. And what they do is they promote curling among women and, and, and curling, you know, women's competitions. But but this was a, you know, the USWCA Women's Nationals for, for seniors, so ages 55 and up. And we were lucky to be able to host that uh, bond spiel a couple of years ago. And we hosted it. We had, you know, Clubs from all around the nation come in, so from different different oh, regions. How exciting! Oh, it was very exciting. Yes, it was exciting that we were able to host it, especially being a small club like yeah. we are. And right here in Gilderland. So, like, yes. where did you put up? Where did people stay? Various area hotels. Was there a lot of work in just kind of organizing the logistics of it? Who did that? <laughs> yes. Well, that was we had it. We had a great bond spill committee, great vol- volunteers. So we're we're a volunteer organization. So it's it, there's a. It, it does take a lot of work. Yes. Yeah, so we're I lucky bet. that we have such fantastic volunteers. Yes. So it was a lot of work. So to be the host and also be the winners. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did have a bit of a home ice advantage. <laughs> Is there such a thing as that? Isn't ice oh, the same everywhere? Oh, so this, right. There's, there's a couple things we haven't talked about in curling okay. yet. Yeah. So one thing is that sometimes you would think, oh, ice, you know, it, it's like a bowling alley, right? right? You know, I mean, you roll the ball down, who cares, right? But what, but ice can be very different because it just takes a, just a little imperfection in the ice or just a little bit of a slope to send that curling stone off course. So sometimes there will be like a run in the ice or sometimes, oh, the rock will fall over here. And you don't, you have to figure that out during the game. Also, 
during the game, the ice will change as it's played on more or as the temperature might change slightly. Like quite often, the ice starts out being a little slow, so you have to push the rock a little harder. But then as paths get worn in the ice, as people are sweeping and rocks are going, that particular path might get a little faster. So there is a lot of judging exactly what the ice is going to do to the stone. And do you judge this by visually looking at it, or you judge it by how these stones are traveling as you've delivered them? How the stones are traveling, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now, another thing that we, that we didn't, the reason it's called curling yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah, you were going to get to <laughs> Okay, that was on no, your list. Good, good. Yes, because as you, as you, you know, I guess, deliver the stone towards the target, you rotate the stone very slightly, clockwise or counterclockwise. So that makes it curl as it slows. It starts out going straight, but then as it slows down, it'll curl off to the right or it'll curl off to the left, depending upon how you rotated the stone. And so that's another thing. It's, it's quite variable depending on the ice. Sometimes the rock will curl, say, a couple of feet from, its, from the original aiming point. Other times it can curl six feet. So if you want to place a rock accurately, you have to have a pretty good idea of how much it's going to curl. And all that, it, it changes with the ice. And you have to make these calculations in your head as yes. you're competing. Yes. Wow. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yes. So you kind of have a mathematical computer brain going right. at the same we, time we, you're doing this yes. physical activity. Yes. So with, you mentioned this home ice advantage. It's because you have a familiarity with what happens to your ice at your particular club. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yes. Now, you know, and the, you know, it's like any sport, too. Sometimes you have good days. Sometimes you have bad days. <laughs> you know, so I, I think we probably had a couple good days. <laughs> so the four women that won this, are you people, are you four that practice together regularly or did you come together just for this competition? Is it like, how, how do the teams? Right, um, right. Um, we, members of the club, you know, bond spiel with all sorts of different people. I don't always bond spiel with these same women, but these, um, the four of us all joined the club about the same time. We've all been curling together in various, you know, bond spiels and things um, for 15 years. So yes, we have curled together quite a bit. Yeah. Now in normal league play, we're all on different teams. So we don't do a lot of practicing together. We did do a bond spiel in, you know, Schenectady hosted a bond spiel earlier this fall, and we all went there to practice as a team. So if you've known each other for 15 years, are you, have you developed like really close friendships with these women? Very does, much. It, does it work off the ice as yes, well as does. on the ice? Oh, isn't it that does. nice? Yes, most of my friends are curlers. It's just a great way to, to make friends. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're terrific people. Yeah. So does the club have particular goals going forward? Are you like looking for new members or are you, are there things that like listeners might yes. tune into and be interested in hearing? Yes. Well, our, our goal is to, you know, and this is, this is in our mission statement as a nonprofit. Our, our goal is to 
promote the sport of curling, to educate people, to show more people what curling is like and what a great sport it is. So, um, yes, we, we look for all sorts of opportunities to do that. We have open houses in the fall. We have an open house coming up. Um, I think it's the right after New Year's, like um, the first weekend of January, January 8th or so. And that, you know, being... And then we'll have, oh, and then we also have a special Olympic open house also towards the end of February. What's, and, a, what's the Olympic open house? Well, it's, it's, a, it's an, another opportunity to try out curling. We do it during Olympic years. Oh, I see. So, yes. yes. Now, in, in the past, we've had open houses where we might get, I think we've almost had up to 1,000 people stopping by the curling club to see what curling is like on, you know, on an open house weekend. But now with COVID... Um, we've, we've, of course, had to change our approach. So now it's, you know, we're asking that people register beforehand and we're a proof of vaccination, requ- you know, vaccination required facility. So you register beforehand, provide your proof of vaccination, and then we'll, we'll set you up with a time slot to try it out. And we find, like this past fall was the first time we did that, and almost half the people who tried it actually joined. Oh, wow. So the, the people who try it say, oh, yeah, I, I love this. So, it, so it's great. Yeah. So how many people are in the club? How many club members do you have? Yeah, I, We have about 150, 160 active members, which is great. That, that's just fantastic. And, and it's, it's quite a cross section. You meet so many people, people of different ages, people from different backgrounds, and everybody is just welcoming and friendly. And yeah, it, it's great. So if you had more than that, because when we wrote the right. story last time, it was because you had increased membership and had to expand your mm-hmm. ice. I mean, would you have to have another yes. sheet if you had more than that? Or is 150 like a good number for what you've got? Uh, yes, probably about about the number we have now is a pretty good number for having two sheets of ice. We can we can take some more members. Our ice time is getting a little bit more crowded. It's down slightly this year with COVID, of course. Um, but we, you know, generally they say, you know, you can handle about 150, 100 members for each sheet of ice. So about 200 members. We, we would like to expand at some point, but that's, that's a major undertaking. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. So how does the club finance itself? People pay dues? Do they have certain responsibilities that different people do certain jobs or how does that work? Yes. So we we do have um do we do have dues. Um so yes, there are memberships and we have lower rates for new members. So they can try it out and um and then we also look for sponsorships. So we do that as well. We do some fundraising. It is a volunteer organization and yeah we have there's lots of jobs (laughs) so we have we have many volunteers which is great so yes all sorts of volunteers the keeping the ice in good condition is a big job and and, you know in our facility i think it was built in 1958 we've expanded it since then but you know as with any older building there's always things that need to be done when we have bond spiels we need to do a lot of work in hosting and we're lucky that we have a kitchen so we're able to provide nice meals but you know but everything requires volunteer time efforts yeah yes yeah so bet. it's great that we have a dedicated and enthusiastic membership so do you have another bond spiel on the horizon have you got one plan that's coming up yes we have um several planned we have um 
We have a uh, governor's bond spiel. We call it the governor's, and it's a men's bond spiel. That's coming up. Why is it called the governor's? Uh, because we're in the capital of New York State. Oh. That's as, that's as good an explanation as I yeah, can give Yeah, well, now we've got been... a female governor. So <laughs> that's maybe true. It should oh, be right. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. Yeah. We've been hosting this governor's bonds bill yearly for many, many years. So perhaps even since 1958. It's been many years. So that's a very popular one. Um, we co-host with um, Schenectady. Schenectady, is, is, I think, is the main host for the Gordon International Bond Spiel, and that's another one that attracts teams from Canada and from, a, from around the region. So that's international. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, Canada's the dominant right. country in the sport. Is that right? It's just... Curling is very popular in yeah. Canada, and yes, yes, the Canadians, they produce many really, really good curlers. So <laughs> yeah. you made connections there or friends there from Canada? I was, well, I was lucky to go to a, um, a bond spiel in Montreal, and that was, that was very exciting. It, it was, I think it's the oldest curling club in Montreal and a historic building and all that, and that, that was fun. That was, oh, wow. that was before COVID, but yes. Well, of all the places that you've traveled, you said you just got back from Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite club or place that you went to or competed? I mean, my favorite's Albany, of course. Oh, but. Of, course. <laughs> of course. Oh, that's a boy. That's a good question. We're we're lucky in that we have many clubs that are nearby. Utica has a beautiful six sheet club. Boston has a beautiful club, Broomstone's Curling Club. There's Netmeg Curling Club in Connecticut. Um, the Norfolk is a little curling club in the corner in, in the in the corner of Connecticut, not far away. Peter Sam is in Massachusetts. It, it's there. There are clubs all around, and you know each one has their own distinct character. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to travel to different clubs and to see them all. There was a new club built in Pennsylvania, Bucks County. That's a gorgeous facility, you know, and, and they're, they're all different. So it's, I just love seeing new clubs and, and traveling. Yeah. Yes. Well, it just fun. sounds like more than just a sport for you. It's kind of a whole way of life. It, it is. And it, it's something that I look forward to every winter. Sometimes here, you know, in, in upstate New York, winters seem a little long. <laughs> but, but with curling, it's, you know, it gives me something to look forward to every winter. It gives you a lot of socialization, activity. And, you know, it's just and I can curl as much as I want. So, you know, so I happen to curl, you know, three different times a week. I curl. But, you know, people can curl once, twice, three times, four times a week and all sorts so of So you just leagues. sign up for different slots. Right. And exactly. See. Yes. So, so different teams with different people. And once again, socializing after the game every week. It, it's terrific. Well, you've certainly convinced me. Our time has flown by. Do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I would like to say that um, if you get a chance, stop by and try curling. Go to an open house. You can go to our, our website and, um, and sign up for an open house and see what that's like. Because even, even just to try it, it's such a unique sport that I would really recommend that everyone try it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Great group of people.